world. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connected. This is your pals, the professionals and animal. Should I sing? Yeah, let's do it. Professionals and animal lovers show. Yo. See how we did that, Val? We didn't even plan that out, and it just happened. I'm Tommy D. That's Valerie. There's Nancy. Don't hassle me. Hassle is here with us today. I bet that she's never heard that one before. And no, no, never. Yeah, right? I just made that up. Like that was like a trailblazing comment I made. Don't hassle. No, I, I, I David Hasselhoff. Don't they say don't hassle the Hoff? You know, like that, they do. They do, right? That whole thing. He's big in Germany. I've always heard that. Yep. <laughs> big in Germany, Valerie. Before we even get started, who do you have there? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Joby's back making his he decided to come back to work today put on a little bow tie decided to uh help us out for a change instead of napping Yo, you know um I just came up with this in my head well that's the train that's the Long Island Railroad's coming so I we have to hurry up that's my ride yeah I know I'm on my way hold on um you know I was just thinking JTD Jovi the dog I remember back in the day like wrestling we used to call it, it used to be WWF and then they had a change because actually that's probably a topic we should talk about. The world wildlife Federation made world wrestling Federation change their name a bunch of years back. You know, um, I don't know. If you that knew, what happened? I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, were, I didn't know, but I was a big WWF fan. Which one, which w, the, the wildlife Federation or the wrestling one? Well, I grew up with my cousin who we were like a year apart, very close. He and I were so into, you know, like the whole Jimmy Snuka, Superfly Snuka. Yeah. I had a crush on Rowdy Roddy Piper. Just passed away a couple of years back. Right? Oh, right. really? Yeah, Hulk yeah, Hogan, yeah. the oh, the camel clutch. The day that Hulk Hogan broke out of the camel clutch was one of the best days of our lives. <laughs> Nancy, we we prep for the show to have a conversation about one thing, and then for the first twenty minutes, we talk about something totally different. That's right? okay. That's how the show goes. So, so welcome to it. So so yes, wrestling. I will tell you. I remember WWE, well WWF wrestling on Friday nights, and one time I was sleeping over my cousin Mickey and Vinny, Michael and Vinny. Yes, my cousin Vinny, you like the yes. movie. Yes, exactly. But I was sleeping over their house in Belrose, Queens, and, and they actually, ironically, their bedroom was in the attic, which is where I hail from the attic right now. <laughs> but I remember watching, and it was like Friday night wrestling, and it was like Mr. Fuji. And he he was like a, a little man, and he was like throwing like this dust in the other wrestler's eye. And I was young. It was like the time I was like seven, eight years old. It was like I was so yeah. scared. I used to get scared, like at sleepovers. I was like a homebody, you know. I like to. Apparently, I haven't left my house or my attic for two years. <laughs> I guess. Well, we, well, I, Tommy, this is the wrong appointment. Talk to your therapist about these issues. Um, <laughs> I can't help you with that. Can't? Oh, Nancy, I don't know who can help me. Somebody help me. Call me. Text me. I need help. I'm just kidding. Um, we all need a little support once in a while, and um, and that's a different topic. Come to uh, Philanthropy and Focus. We talk about mental health issues, and we'll deal with that conversation. This particular program is all about creating community. This particular show, Professionals and Animal Lovers show, is just – here's what I'm going to read you. Right off of the talkradio.nyc website, we want to amplify the message that we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. So what do we want to do? We want to support each other in business by building a compassionate network together so everyone wins. Especially the animals. Yes. I knew I could count on that. Awesome. So how do we do that? Look, we get together every week from 2 p.m. Eastern time to 3 p.m. Eastern time here on talkrated.nyc and also on Facebook. 
and we bring leaders in animal advocacy. There's really three things I show up for, and I'm guessing you probably show up for the same things too. And maybe the humor of Valerie and Tommy D is part of it. So maybe it's four things, but learn, educate, and advocate. And that's why we're here. And that's what we're here to do. Uh, it was just, I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day and I was explaining the premise of, of the community we're building. And I said, well, picture it like this. If I need a mortgage loan officer or I need a trust in a state's attorney, Valerie's way of looking at the world is, and I have, you know, if two people are the same as far as background and the way they deliver service, we're going to go with the one that cares about animals, which is kind of like a no brainer because if you're kind of like a jerk and you say, I don't care about animals, well, how much you really care about me as your client? You know, like that's, I was looking up a whole bunch of quotes to kind of close out the show with today. And there's not just one quote that Gandhi had around the animals, Val. There's like 22. So yeah. just the, the importance around compassion and, and looking out for other species. So before we, before we jump into the conversation with Nancy, I have a little treat on my desk i'll share with you guys in a second um valerie do you have anything you want to bring up legislatively things that are going on in the community before we could do my little trick and then we start meeting with nancy i'm so excited to have nancy on it's like scale one to ten i'm i'm at like a 99 um (laughs) i don't think that's that's not actually on the scale that's not not, right it's it's called a hyperbole oh anyway (laughs) um actually so legislatively uh well i uh oh <laughs> i just want to give a big shout out to a semi person and um we're trying to like make the case for why tommy and his family should foster a bunny rabbit um and how desperate they are for fosters on long island <laughs> say, so, I, I thought you were going to say how you started talking about my family and how desperate they are. I thought you were going to say like how desperate we are for a bunny rabbit. Like you've you been don't, selling, you don't know it, but you are. But yeah, selling, so, selling hard on that. And I'm like, is she really going to say yeah. like we're in a desperation to have a rabbit now? Like you're taking every angle. <laughs> so I reached out to Assemblyman Ra, who I've met before with a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of events or things. Actually, he invited me once to his house. We did a press conference together because he um, created like national, uh, uh, pet fire safety day. And he handed out like these stickers that you put on your door. Anyway, the point is that, um, I sent him a quick message. I said, Hey, we're trying to make the case for why Tommy D should foster a bunny. And I gave him Tommy's cell number. The next thing I know, a couple hours later, I didn't know if he would do it. Tommy calls me up and he's like, you're insane. I can't believe this. My assemblyman just texted me. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for the text. So message. shout out to assemblyman Ra. Shout out to, to yeah. Ra. It's funny. What a great name, by the way. Didn't we do something like Ra Ra? Ra, Ra. Yeah, we did that like a couple weeks ago, like before I even knew him. And now it turns yeah. out like we grew up in the same neighborhood. We know the same. <laughs> but shout out Ed Ra. It's funny because he texts me. He goes, this is your assemblyman, Ed Ra. Foster that bunny rabbit. Like, that's how it went down. Hysterical. No, but in all sincerity, like, Ed Ra is a uh, very uh, pro- pro animal welfare, and he has co sponsors in a committee, and we're hoping to get it to the floor. Um, and, you know, there's many other co sponsors. I can't mention them all right now, but the point is, I, I, I mean, to your point, Tommy D, 
And the point of the show is that I'm looking to get people who are animal lovers to support other animal lovers in business and in life, in the, in the voting booths, everywhere, so that the overall world can benefit from compassionate people. 100%. That's the whole world. That That's what we're supposed to do, gang. You know, I got on my soapbox on my other show, Philanthropy and Folk, on Friday. Like, we were talking about the rabbit. Val was checking in. She's on the Facebook. She's making a case for the rabbit. She likes stalking me about the rabbit. I saw that. And I will tell you, like, I'm a... I'm not real big on the Facebook. If I was, I probably wouldn't call it the Facebook. I would probably <laughs> call it Facebook, but I'm not big on it, but I see it like it's I'm staring at it actually on our other screen because I'm watching if you guys are checking in on the show. But it's funny because Valerie was watching that show and the show that was really talking about nonprofits on Friday. We ended up talking a lot about the rabbit, which I, and again, it isn't one rabbit. We don't even know. So we're going to it is. How do I say this? We're in negotiations right now. We're in the <laughs> negotiation phase of of the uh, the rabbit s- scenario. Go with that word. That's where we're at. So we're we, this is not a uh, it's not a go and it's not a no. We're somewhere in the middle of those two. It's on the table. It's on the table. Yeah. I yeah. say just do it. Why not? It's just a rabbit. It's not like you're adopting, you know, a horse. Yeah, I'm with you. And I, so I already be amazing too, but. So, so funny you say that I, I sit on the board of horse ability, which is out at SUNY old West. Yeah, of course. My, I know my, them. You know them, right? My yeah. friend McGowan and Katie, like my kids want a horse and Katie's like, Tommy, you have all these horses. Like, just tell your kids, like, these are your horses too. And I'm like, I like that. But <laughs> Nancy, what you may not understand about the way this whole rabbit thing went down last week, just to, we do need to put this aside and get into the, the, the meat of the conversation. But what happened last week was it went from Tommy, you should foster a rabbit to it's cool because once that rabbit finds a home, you can put a <laughs> rabbit in its place. So it wasn't like foster a rabbit. And then you did the <laughs> It was like, you are now going to foster rabbits forever. And every four months you get a new one. That's kind of, so it was kind of like, I'm just saying it was, a, I felt a little manipulated, but I'm not calling anybody out except my co-host, but that's all. <laughs> you look surprised. I'm just kind of like a frozen fences kind of a person. <laughs> what, what, what type of person? A swing for the fences kind of a person. No doubt. But I would be perfectly fine with you doing one foster, one rabbit. I saw a, rob- a rabbit at All About Rabbits Rescue in Long Island named yeah. Thomas. Just Thomas. saying. Really? All right. So uh, <laughs> wherever All About All Rescues, what it, we're All About All Rabbits, I forgot what you called it. Where are <laughs> Because we, we were talking about this the other day, like, on, on, Val, this is like one of our phone calls and people are actually listening to it. That's what's going yeah, on. Now. No F-bombs. We think we're going to start recording our phone conversations and just make a whole series out of that because there's, <laughs> but Val, where are they? Because maybe I don't think they have an actual place to go, right? Because I'll just, I want to go out there. I talked to my friend, Jamie, we're going to go to one of these places and just see the rabbits. Um. I know they're going to be a guest coming up in a couple of weeks. I don't know if they have a brick and mortar location, like a, like a storefront that you can just, you know, show up at. I believe that most of their, um, they're foster based, I believe, which is why they need fosters because there's a problem right now. The, the population and everything, it's like cats, you know, what's it called again? All All about about rabbits rescue group. All right. So if you're listening all about all rescues, I don't know what you said. I don't. If you heard your name based on what Valerie said when she said it correctly, check in with us. Uh, if you didn't, 
Um, I don't know. Uh, what, I'm coming out to visit wherever you are to see the bunnies. All right. So there is something we, we do have to go to a quick break. And before we do that, should, now, should I show the secret before? Because I have a little surprise for you. Should I do it before the break or after the break? For me? Yeah. Before the oh, break. Oh, dear Lordy. That's um, a good tease. Do it after do it, the break. Yeah, I like your name. Nancy, okay. what's going on? All right. So what we'll do instead of that is uh, we're, we have a minute. So I want to just say, Nancy, hello. I'm going to read your bio when you come back. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Pals. How are you today? I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to jumping in and getting into the show and talking about the pet industry and all the fun things that <laughs> we love to do in the pet industry. Love and it. Toby's so darn cute. Isn't he cute? American yeah. professionals. Valerie's got a whole new background. Live, love, bark. And I love those. Like It looks like um, paintings that they, you know, when you go to bingo. You ever go to bingo? It looks like they did those paintings with a bingo blotter. You know, nothing, no one. Okay. I love it. I love this. I love it. this sign. Actually, Joe Gatto. Shout out, Joe Gatto. He Gatto. has a mini version of it in his background. Which one? The live, love, bark. Yep, I saw it, and I was like, oh, I have that. Right on. Joe, uh, Joe, we we do hope at some point we get you on the show. Joe on the show. Um, so let's, <laughs> let's let's go to a quick break. Tommy D, Valerie. And Nancy Hassel are here. American Pet Professionals is in the house. Your pals are in the house. I have something to share, a little surprise when we come back. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Uh, this is pals. I'm Tommy. That's Valerie. Pals, Val. That rhymes. And Nancy's here. And here's a quick thing. I um, I like words. And I was listening to the commercials there. Uplift, educate, and empower. That's what we're doing here on the network. And 
Uh, we also say here professional serving community. And that's sort of like, really, Val, when you told me we should do this, you know, I, and I said, oh, I do a show. We should just do it on Sam's network on talkradio.nyc. And, and we talked about it. And I remember it was like summertime. I was in Bayside on Bell Boulevard. I remember having a conversation at a conference call with you and Sam. And I hadn't even realized how on brand this actually was for us to do it here. Right. Like it, yeah. I, it more and more, it makes sense just based on the, the messaging that goes on here. All right. So you want to play a game? Okay. All right. Do you know what these are? Can't really see it. You know what these are? All right. So now I'm going to <laughs> Valerie. I'm going to like show my desk. Oh. And I'm going to open this envelope. And maybe you can just tell people what we're doing. Cause if you're listening, if you're just opening listening. something wrapped in tissue paper and I have no idea what it is. These so, are, oh, baseball card. Ah, it's Boone on a baseball card. Oh, oh my God. How adorable. Boone. Okay, so Boone, it's important to say who Boone is. Boone yes. um, was one of our guests along with his uh, humans, Charlie and Tanya Dibel, which rhymes with Bible. And dope. he is the uh, uh, American hero dog of the oh. year from last year. He right. won he has a wheelchair. He lost his legs to abuse, and he's a therapy dog as well, representing uh, paw, uh, Joey's paw, which stands for prosthetic and wheels. And anyway, we met them online. I have to meet them in person. In fact, we're supposed to come to New York soon. And I said to Barry, "Can we make a quick stop in Pittsburgh?" Which oh is yeah, it's on the way. It's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the point is. We love and are, I'm obsessed with Boone. I love him so much and I have to meet him. So, so texting Tanya, like after the show, I guess it was last week. It was probably like the, the rabbit episode. And I was like, <laughs> will forever be known as the rabbit episode. Yeah. So I, I have I, to get to the, the Nancy episode. That's right. <laughs> but that might be next week. So anyhow, I texted, I'm just kidding. Not anyhow, but I texted oh God, Tanya so and I was like, Tanya, Valerie is not so jazzed with me right now because I have a baseball card and she doesn't. So now, so I have, we collect cards in the house. So I'll have this all tightened up and sent down to you because I got you something else with the it's, uh, CBD stuff for the, for Jovi. All right, let's get into our show. Now we've got <laughs> 19 minutes. All right, let's do this. I'm going to read um, some quick background on Nancy and her organization. And then we're just going to be quiet and let her tell the story. So this organization is a membership-based organization that started in February of 2009. So an anniversary this month, right? Yep. 13 uh, years. 13 years. Lucky number 13. Right. I don't care what you guys say about numbers. 13 is a lucky number here today. AmericanPetProfessionals.com is a website. I shared it while we were at break. They've been featured in Pet Age Magazine. Pet Product News International Magazine. Who knew these magazines existed? There's a whole bunch of magazines I'm going to tell you guys about. Pet Business Magazine, Pets Plus Magazine, Dogster Magazine. I dig that name. A Modern Dog (laughs) and a bunch of other magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Nancy has hosted over a thousand pet events in the past 10 years. I don't even even have the time for that. I guess you'll tell (laughs) us. Uh, Nancy created Responsible Dog Ownership Program and has taught over 2,500 pet parents in a five-year period. Uh, recently awarded 2018 Women of Influence by Pet Age Magazine, and American Pet Professionals was voted Best Networking Organization three years in a row by the Long Island Press. She lives here on Long Island. We call it Strong Island. Some of us do. And she's a pet parent of Cody, who, of course, is a rescued 
American Pitbull Terrier. All right. So rescue, right? Yep. Say hashtag do not shop. You must adopt. That's not how you say it. You say adopt. <laughs> stuff, right? I like to, I just changed the words around because it makes I need me... to say something about okay, it. Okay, please. And then just really quickly, but um this podcast is basically the online, you know, audio video version of an event that her and I did together like five years ago. Okay. And, and it is so cool to me because, you know, um, it's really started with our, with our accountant, but uh, he was shy. So I kind of built an event around <laughs> him. It turned out that I realized while doing another business networking event, that there was a lot of pet owners and pet lovers in that room. And so I just said, Let's do a, a networking event and invite all these people from all different walks of life yep. who are pet lovers. And long story short, from that one little event, there was a ton of business generated. I just heard again another success story that just happened. Um, and this was that continuation. So every time I spoke to you, Tommy Denise, about that event, you were like, come on, let's do something. You're always talking about animals. Every time I talk to you, you talk about animals. And so here we are. So thank you, Nancy, because that one little thing from five years ago has really blossomed into something that we're growing tremendously here. Well, thank you for reaching out. That was a fun event. Um, <laughs> five years. I don't, it feels so long ago because of the pandemic. Yeah. We haven't been anywhere, right? These, are right so. these years are a different length right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe it was 10, not really, but yeah, that was a fun, fun networking event. And that was probably one of the first one that I did that incorporated non-pet professionals, other business owners that love pets, but that were not necessarily a pet business owner, an animal rescuer, a nonprofit. So it was fun. I know. And and then you moved. So you'll have to come back to New York for another event soon. Right. And I, we are. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for that intro, Tommy. Yeah, no. And, and you know what, Nancy, I'm just going to start off with a quick little question. Yeah. Um, when you decided to do this, how did you start it? Like, did you just have a couple of friends that you talked to about it and were supportive to you? Or did you advertise it like in a newspaper? Or like, what did you do? Well, a little bit of all of that, but it started because I was in 2008 in uh, late November, um, I was speaking at a entrepreneurial networking event for all kinds of business owners. And I lived on the East end of Long Island at the time. And that event was like all the way, almost in Queens. It was like really far into Nassau. So quite a distance to drive, but I was speaking about how to get your business in the news. Cause I did PR, you know, for a long time. Right. And, um, I happened to be sitting next to a veterinarian who had just come back from, uh, veterinary school and her residency and working whatever and she had come back and she said to me are there any pet professional organizations on Long Island that I can join and I said well there's a veterinary organization for veterinaries veterinarians um, I said but it's you know I said but there's no pet professional organization I said but it's kind of funny because you're the third person who's asked me that in the yeah. last two weeks Mm-hmm. And I sat and I looked at the networking event. I'm like, I could host one of these for the pet industry. And then flash right. forward to February, you know, 20, uh, two, 2009, a few months later on a Tuesday night in the cold Tuesday night, I hosted an event at um, a local restaurant in Hot Pog. And I just decided, you know, like I'm going to do a press release about it and see 
if anybody would be interested, because my whole theory is I think we're better working together instead of looking at each other as competition. Right. Um, There's enough to go around for everybody. There's, and now there's even more pet parents, right? Since the pandemic. That's right. And I also had a little frustration that I couldn't go to certain pet industry events. I know Tommy, you were mentioning all the pet magazines before, I've been reading Pet Age magazine and getting that subscription for over 20 years, um, you know, forever and reading it because I always knew I wanted to do something in the pet industry. I wasn't really sure what. Um, And I dabbled in the pet industry for quite a long time before in different areas of the industry before I actually decided to host the first networking event. So I had the first networking event. We were originally called Long Island Pet Professionals super hyper local and we had 55 people show up at that event from three different states from every borough in new york city and all across long island i called a friend and i was like you have to come help me i'm like because i did a press release so like my phone was you know all of that wait a minute let me let me interrupt you nancy where where did you um where did you host that was that the one in hop hog that was at Butterfields in Hop Hog. Yep. You had people from, did you say three different states? Yep. <laughs> All right. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, Hop Hog is not like right next to uh, Queens or, or, or at, Listen, just outside like, of the Bronx yeah. or, any, or anything like that. So people actually get, drove to get to the island and then went out east to, for this event. That's really. Took, took the ferry. Yeah. Oh, they came from Connecticut, I Connecticut, guess. Connecticut, New Jersey. Yeah. I forget where the other one last person was, but we had three different states, all the boroughs from New York City and all over Long Island. And. It was kind of crazy because, you know, and what did I do? I spoke about how to get your pet business in the news because at the time it was really difficult to get a pet business story out there. Now everybody's writing about the pet industry because, you know, $110 billion in the United States. So, you know, you see all the things. And you know what? I want to say this too. Now, I mean, so we are, uh, this podcast, our members of American Pet Professionals. And yay. And we have, uh, I've gone on a few of the Zoom calls and all of that. She now has clients everywhere. There was a a woman from Hawaii on the last call that I was on. And also, um, oh gosh, I forgot the Midwestern state that somebody was from. But anyway. That's a great point though. That that whole, like this silver lining, if you will, about, you know, what the, what isolation and pandemic life and zoom and you know i'm sure there's i live i love zoom anybody any when somebody <laughs> invites me to a like to a teams meeting or a uh what's the other one? like google meet like my kids do google Meet for school yeah. i don't even know how to use it because i live on this thing all day but, but it's it's i've met people around the country that i would have never had the intention or the opportunity to really connect with and now we know uh, just from our own world we have a networking group and you know, we had a meet we had a group in uh, philadelphia and in new york city and now we're across the country in six different cities you know and we're growing and that doesn't happen without this this type of um, and that's amazing tommy and you know we actually started doing zoom meetings before the pandemic because that's great. we that's had great. so many people from other areas that i was like how am i going to get everybody you know, at an event, at a networking event. And so we did one networking event a month on Zoom, probably two or maybe three years before the pandemic. Um, And they were attended, but then as soon as the pandemic hit, our Zoom meetings took off like everybody else. So we have usually a lot of people on them. It is much better than just a conference call. You know, I mean, you are getting to really, I mean, especially I love Nancy's Zoom calls because like me, a lot of other people have like cats and stuff making their random appearances. <laughs> yeah. and 
you know, some people have their dogs sleeping in the background or whatever. So there's, it's a lot of fun to, to watch, you know. No doubt. We, you know, we, um, I, I talk about dogs. Look what I did for you, Val. Thank so you. In a protective case. Boone is, is protected. So uh, I can't wait to get my Boone cards. Uh, so I'll <laughs> we'll have to get you one, Nancy. If you want a Boone card, I got one here. Sure, on my, I'll take one. I'll hook you up. <laughs> uh, I think, Tanya, I think I'm, I, I think we're going to need more, Tanya. We need more product. All right. So anyway, I'm just, I, I need to write you a check for these so then we can have a whole bunch. I can just send everyone. What about that, Val? What about a card? What about a Jovi card like this, too? What do you think? Oh, I love right. that idea. With a portograph. Yeah, yeah. With a portograph. Oh, <laughs> I just repeated it, and then I realized what I was saying. A portograph. <laughs> oh, when we come back, I really want Nancy to also talk about I know we have to go to break, but I really <clears throat> want her to get into is the different type incredible. What, what, we will get to that when you come back uh, because we're going to go to a quick break right now. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. super resourceful in the uh, radio show business. So Val and I are texting some questions and stuff like that while we're working on some things. So I do have a question for you, uh, Nancy, if you, if we could talk about it, but before we do that, I got to give a shout out to a friend of all of us, Jovi, the dog. Hello, Jovi. Not, not, that's not what I was going to do. <laughs> I wanted to say hello to Joanne Wincard Cave, who's checking in on Facebook, who is giving us all some love, and we appreciate you. And she's been a guest on the show, and I'm sure we'll do some stuff uh, in the future together because she's certainly on the uh, on the front lines in the advocacy world. So I want to go into something that Val was uh, starting to talk about there. It's these webinars. What I, she said this word to me, and I I love wordplay, but it was webinars and something else. Oh, think tanks. I had to look at my text. Think tanks and webinars. So first of all, what the heck is a webinar? <laughs> 
<laughs> what is that? All right. So I know it sounds really ridiculous, but we host monthly networking events or Q networking events. We have webinars where, you know, it's a traditional webinar with slides and all of that. Usually I'm doing the webinars. When we have a guest expert on, which is monthly or sometimes twice a month for our members, I call them webinars because they're Q&A. It's like an interview, but we're really diving into topics with education in mind for our members. And I was interviewing Jessica Hatch with Gone to the Snow Dogs. Hey, Jessica, she's got a huge following on social. And we were talking about TikTok and a couple other things. And when I went to introduce her, instead of saying webinar, Q&A webinar, I muddled the words and said webinar. And I was like, wait a minute, that's exactly what this is. It's a webinar. It's a Q&A <laughs> webinar. So that's basically, it was just having a fun play in the words and everybody spells it wrong. I'm like, there's no you in Quebinar. I just, oh my God, Facebook. I just literally hashtag Q-U-E-B-I-N. I always see, see, that's funny because when you make up your own words, you don't have to follow the rules. You don't. And it's, right? you know, think about it. Web. Que- you know, so. yeah, I mean, I might try to throw that in. Yeah. Like if I play Scrabble later tonight. Yeah, do it. It's like, not a real word yet, but it could end up in the dictionary one day. You never know, right? You know what? I always, I think it, I'm going to share one of my Scrabble secrets. If you're yeah. bold, if you're really bold enough when you put the word down, like people will not challenge you. Like even if, I mean, I that word. play with. Yeah, that word's fugazi, so that probably I'm going to get challenged on that one. But it, I'll be like, oh, I spelled it wrong. It's not Listen, to- give it a couple of years and it'll be in Webster, right? Like all the other crazy words that or, get out there. Or it might be in Quebsters for that, but who knows? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I'm bummed. All right, good. But so she also has, and I haven't been on it yet, but I'm dying to get on it because I think... <laughs> It's just a natural progression of events. When you're a pet owner, you really think of some kind of a pet product or a service that you believe is unique. So she has a pet biz think tank, Mm -hmm. which Nancy, I'd love for you to talk about it because I haven't been on there yet, but. Yeah. So we started that last month because we do networking. So we have traditional networking events where everybody's in zoom and they get to introduce themselves and ask questions. And by the time people, if there's a lot of people in the room, it's by the time we go around with everybody's, uh, you know, elevator pitch or introduction, you know, we could be a half hour, 40 minutes in and then have some questions. And then we do a themed networking event where we pick a specific topic where we want to talk about, uh, whether it's talking about, you know, dog grooming, training, social media, marketing, business, sales, whatever it is, right? And we just touch upon that lately. But our pet biz idea think tank really came out of wanting to teach um, pet business owners additional ways that they can have revenue for their pet business or additional ways that they can add, you know, adoptions or any part of the business. So we, we do go in a little bit deeper. It's more like a mastermind where everybody is there supporting Mm -hmm. somebody. And it kind of tends to go into one person asking a question or two people, and then everybody jumping in and giving a lot of information. And I just love the aspects of you know, everybody has a lot of information and you might not know everything, right? So I love to hear from other people and what has worked from them. And that's really what our members do on those. Um, and we, we structured in the way that it's not networking. Like you're not going to have time to go around the room for half an hour. We're jumping right into the topic. And every time I do an event, everybody gets a recap email. Sometimes that recap email is quite long with everything that we talked about, if anybody put links in the chat, like we really make sure everybody gets that recap email and then they get all the information on who was in the room. So I'm like, don't worry about if you didn't get to meet somebody, I'm going to make sure that you meet everybody in the email. 
Um, yeah. So they can, uh, uh, you know, know who the, each person was talking. No, it's been a terrific experience. And you have, I mean, so many like unique and really awesome, you know, people involved in the network. And uh, I should watch the replay of the TikTok uh, webinar or webinar, whatever it was. That was a webinar. (laughs) It was a webinar. Okay. So I've been meeting to rewatch. So Nancy has provided a ton of information about like how to stuff on TikTok. And we have been told a zillion times, if you're doing something, anything animal related, you have to be on TikTok. So do you want to hit us with like a couple of quick bullet points? Like you have to like whatever, a couple of like must, you know, good tips. Uh, For TikTok? Yeah. Oh, I mean, first things first, if you don't have a TikTok, go in and create an account, right? Especially if you're looking to save your name, right? If you want to be Valerie, if you want to be pals or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure you have that because a lot of people don't think that or they'll start it with just their name. So I have one for my, me, for myself, that is Nancy Hassel. And then Cody has one and that's my dog and that's Cody the Blue Nose. Um, you know, TikTok can be challenging if you don't want to put the time into it, but it could also be really easy to grow, uh, your audience. So I think that, you know, we just talked about the basics and I'll be at global pet expo next month down in Orlando, giving a much more in-depth, um, uh, you know, educational session there. And I'm excited about that. And then when I come back, all of our members will get to learn that session as well, because there'll be a lot more to it. So the one I did two weeks ago was just like the basics. I I love all the social media stuff that goes on. And I think that, you know, a lot of businesses rely on social media to get those people to know about their business, their pet business, to know about their rescue. Um, There are some amazing uh, veterinarians and people on TikTok that are really doing well. I think that if you are yourself, if your dog's self, like my dog Cody's on there, and if you really just provide really good value and content and are authentic and kind, people are going to start following you and they're going to start, you know, really interacting, interacting with you, whether it's TikTok or any other social media. And what was that stat about you said in an email or somewhere that TikTok has actually taken over Google in terms oh, of yeah. search? There's not so much search yet, but it's the number one website. Okay. They've gone ahead of every website in the world. So as oh, of right, as of right now, I don't know, you know, what the stat was yesterday, but since August, they've been ahead. So, you know, they're, wow. I think they're going to be a big time media company. I think you'll see TikTok everywhere. So, um, you know, a lot of people always go, oh, that kid stuff, it seems real silly. And then two years later, they're like jumping on it going, I wish I jumped on earlier. So, yeah. you know, that's part of it. You know, something that came up, I was on the phone with, uh, a buddy of mine, a new friend of mine, networking friend named Camillo the other day, and he, well, his name is not Camillo the other day. It was the other day, and I was talking to him, and his name is Camillo. I always, I just got to be specific. I don't want to confuse people. So we were on this conversation, and he was telling me that people will go and TikTok something now before they'll YouTube it. Now, I use YouTube for a lot of stuff. Like, if I don't know how to do things, like yesterday, I got yeah. to- computer i didn't know how to put some of the pieces together well not i wasn't putting the whole thing together tommy you don't have to explain the whole thing it's okay like they didn't think you had the parts they didn't think it was like 1987 and you like had the components that you got a radio shack and you're building a computer okay i was putting the cables in and i wasn't sure how to do all the monitors so i youtubed it but camilla had said to me it's like people are getting that information now on 
TikTok. And I will shout out another friend of ours, uh, my friend, Miss Excel, Kat Norton, who is really, uh, has blown up on, um, you see her in you know, Forbes and CNBC. And she's got an incredible uh, TikTok account, Miss, M-I-S-S, Excel, like Excel, like Microsoft. And she does these videos about Excel things, um, like information on how to use Excel, but she does it like with hip hop music in the background. And it's uh-huh. she's taken off and, and she was actually a friend of mine emailed me last night because they had a chance to connect. And she's so she's helpful too. she looks out for people she wants to share. You know, it's not like, um, yeah, even all the secrets, but she really has had a lot of fun. So I, I want to use this. Um, Richie Schwartz says he's at Richie Magic on TikTok. Of course he is. Hi, Richie. Richie Richie is one of our longest members of American Pet Professionals, and he's been to almost every in-person networking event in the New York area. So we have to have him on. He's a pet photographer. He's he's the one who gave me that joke. Oh, God. About the interrupted (laughs) cat. You know, I joke. Yeah. And I, and like, that's an old joke. I mean, it's an old joke. I had never heard of it. But it's like an old, actually a cow joke that I think they just turned into a cat. They knew, Nancy, it was terrible. They, they knew my joke. They saw it coming a million miles away. You know, and and, and Richie's giving us a high sign. Richie goes, yes. Richie, the problem was like, Look, I love Valerie more than I love most people, and I love everybody. But the thing is, like, this was like we knew this. This isn't an oldie, but a goodie, Richie. This was like not a new joke. I love it. I it love like, it. It was like she just got here from Mars, though, and like they, they were like, "Hey, here's some new jokes." <laughs> oh my god! Richie can tell us new jokes when he comes. Richie, when you come on the show, get us some new jokes. If you have, if you have old jokes, give them to Val because what's what's old for us is new for Valerie. So. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of being old, I feel old with the TikTok stuff because I feel like it goes too fast. I don't know. It's just me. The trick about it, you know what the trick is though? No. People, here's a trick. People will have to watch it more than once. And that plays a game. I watched this movie. Oh. You know, I was watching this new thing on Netflix last night. It was talking about the algorithm. The mm-hmm. two guys in Berlin had created the algorithm. And apparently, I'm only halfway through the series, but Google kind of rip them off i guess uh-huh. um it's called the billion dollar code really fun watch uh but it's it's that like the algorithm like if you do something like that and they got to keep watching it yeah i feel i feel like that's a good thing that's a shot in the arm the more they watch the- i guess but it's not good for me like i love to cook so when they're doing recipes it's it's like you know flour baking powder blah, blah, and then it's done and you have a cake and i'm like what just happened <laughs> You might need to slow down and use a little YouTube for the for the rest. I, I think. I think. <laughs> Listen, I think I think YouTube is really you know fantastic too. So I mean, no doubt that yeah. YouTube will be sticking around. But I just think that TikTok is, you know, our attention spans are shorter these days, right? You got to capture somebody. I'm sorry, attention. Nancy. I, I wasn't paying attention. What'd you say? <laughs> All right, three seconds. You got that three second hook to get in there. And some of the popular TikToks are seven to ten seconds. So that's why when people are like, I can't do it. I don't have time. I tell my pet retailers, I'm like, if you guys are in your stores before you open, you could take your phone and go and shoot like 20 TikToks and keep it in your camera roll and upload them when you're ready. You know, Mm -hmm. what's new in the store? What new products we have? A favorite thing that's going on? You know, there's so many things that you can do for your pet business, especially animal rescues. Here's who we have. We're looking for a foster for this. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. It doesn't have to take you know, right. hours. Right. And that's for all social and all promotion. It's got, you got to do it. And you got to do it a lot. Like I was, this guy, same guy, Camilla, that I was talking to the other night. He's like, 
Tommy, you got to do 15 to 30 videos like a month. Like 30 is like really where you wow. want. Yeah, I know. But Val, but it's like the stuff we're going to do after the show. 10 seconds. Right. Little right. things. Like 10 no, seconds. No big deal. I have a 10 second TikTok right now. Ready? Oh, and- Hi, Joanne. Yeah. Hi, Joanne. <laughs> Wing <Wayne Park> game. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> See, that's what you should do. That is a perfect video. I love you so much. <laughs> put on tiktok we we have talked about 10 seconds we gotta go but i want to send one quick thing i feel bad for you richie magic he says i'm so sad i only have 32 followers always promoting on my stuff richie but but check it out out, richie you're definitely coming on the show because i'm not even really i don't even play around with twitter but he's got thirty-two thousand followers on twitter so richie we're giving you a little love here on the professionals and animal lovers show we'd appreciate a little love on twitter if you can hook us up Hey, you guys need to follow each other help yeah, each other so out <laughs> i will help you i'll follow you right after this you all have 33 followers on uh on tiktok instagram a whole other thing all right I, kyle take us to break we'll be right back everybody this is pals join us every tuesday at 4 p.m eastern for the mind behind leadership where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others we have practical discussions with the ceos of some of the world's largest companies owners of small businesses and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track what to do what to avoid and what really happens join me graham dobbin at the new time 4 p.m every tuesday for the mind behind leadership here live on talkradio.nyc Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. got to take care of business as they say you're in trade so richie and i are like making deals richie magic and i like in the chat on facebook so i'm gonna you know i don't know who's following us but you should follow us on facebook p.a.l.show so pal show on there and and to answer your question richie right here in real time i'm gonna just go on my instagram and figure out it's pal show on instagram val right like is it p-a-l show is how you do it so that's how you can follow us if you're not already selfishly since we're being selfish i'll say if you want to follow me and see the stuff i'm doing tommyd.nyc uh all about the nonprofits. <clears throat> excuse me it's okay so on on uh instagram it's p same way p dot a dot l dot show also period but you can go with dot whatever you want to do it's just put a little 
poke. Like you'll find us, you'll find us. And also since we're self-promoting, uh, I do need to mention that we are about to book our first event um, for the professional animal lovers show. It is going to be a pet working event and it's going to be cocktail style. So we will let you know the date and we are going to be loving and looking for sponsors, but also very exciting. Nancy did something also unique. Um, I think she's still on mute right now, but I want her to talk about how she has a very like small window to join her organization each year. It's not just join anytime. I joined frantically. I was like on the wait list. (laughs) And I joined frantically. Like, I was like, oh, my God, it's open for like a week. So, Nancy, I think you're open right now for business. Yes. And first, I, I definitely will have to talk offline, Valerie, about your upcoming event because I want to see how we can get involved. It'll be fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'll be definitely be fun. So, yeah. So, like, we've been in business 13 years. So we are all about the pet industry. We're the only organization that allows anybody from any area of the industry. So if you're a dog trainer or a pet store owner or a retailer, whatever it is, uh, groomer, veterinarian, we have members from all over. And we also have people that have created their own niche in the pet industry, which blows my mind every time I meet somebody yeah. and they're like, I have this and this is what I do. It's not in your drop down. So when somebody joins, they go when they get to pick their category right I think that happened with you Val you were like hey we, yeah. need, a, we need a niche what and am so, I yeah we created oh. one and that has happened often so when we first started with those drop downs so that people can look on our membership directory pet parents and other business owners if they're looking to connect with our members it's a public directory it's not hidden it's nothing like that so if you want to look for a dog trainer or um, right. you know dog treats in your area definitely can do that I remember getting us. so excited over seeing that there was a dating app for, yeah. uh, I yep. was like, Oh, what a brilliant idea. Yeah. Like, we have a uh, dig dates and tabby and she just got a deal on, um, I think shark tank. So we have oh, some amazing yes. members doing amazing hey, what, things. Uh, Nancy, what, what is it called? Uh, it's dig dates and then tabby. And then one T I G G. Yeah. I, I think it's right. D I G. Oh, Dave. sorry. Never yeah. Mind. And one is for tabby. dog lovers, and right. then they get a cat tabby. lover one. I saw that. I saw yeah. On Shark Tank? Yeah, she did. She went on uh, for Tabby for Shark one. Tank. Everyone else went out again. Yeah, it was yeah great. so we have so many members doing incredible things, like Richie doing the pets photography, and I was just yes. busting his chops. I'm always happy to see Richie at our <laughs> events and doing all this stuff. But I just think that, you know, we really make sure that we're touching upon what business owners need to know what rescues need to know I'm constantly asking and asking and asking what do you guys want to learn you know if I'm not going to present information and then the other thing that we do is we vet every expert that comes to us meaning I don't just like throw an expert in we have I probably do an hour plus interview with them make sure that they're the right fit for our membership because we have so many people that come to us for either wanting to reach our audience Um, we also send out a pet events newsletter that has been going out since November of 2008, every Wednesday. Wow. So you can find all that information on our website, but yeah, our membership is open right now. We only are open a couple of times a year and we do that because I just want to focus my attention on our members. And so we only have our membership doors open for a limited time. And right now they're open until Monday, the 28th, which is the day after our 13th anniversary. So, um, 
Yeah. And I will say also, Nancy, you do a great job. I notice in your emails, I feel like I'm talking to you when I'm reading your email. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. And you're always like, if you have anything, if you have a pet event you want to promote, if you yeah. have any questions, do you want to book time with me? Like she's very generous with her yeah. time. And actually I do have a quick question for you. Yeah. Because Tommy is in New York right around you, would can he sub in for me sometimes? Like, cause I'm not there. Yeah, 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 definitely. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and Val, you didn't really make it very fair right there. I mean, Nancy, <laughs> if necessary, I'll become a member. But, but it's like, you didn't make it fair. You got to live on a show and you're like, what is her options there? I can well, I honestly have to look at what her membership is. I don't remember from when you joined. So we'd have to look, but yeah. I'm sitting here in my own head going, look, you know, as much as I do in the nonprofit sector, you know, when you talk a lot about rescues, I'm assuming there's a whole nonprofit bent to what you're doing. Absolutely. I, we I have yeah. we have a lot of nonprofits that are either organizations or animal rescues. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Southampton Animal Shelter, Yorkie 911, uh, Amarillo's Horse Rescue. Like we have a lot of rescues and then nonprofit organizations that are just doing tremendous things in the pet industry. All right, here's what we're going to do. I am going to hassle you a little bit, huh? So... <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm on this campaign, which is like, it's sort of, it hasn't been on hold, but I'm just super busy with a lot of projects, this being one of them, but I, I'm doing 60 days of service for nonprofit organizations, right? Shout out, John DiLeonardo, if you're listening, John, because I was thinking about you the other day. Um, I got to get the waiters. You know what it was? I was in like Target or Walmart and they have the, you know, what waiters, like the big old, like, you know, like for fishing rubber pants, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, like, so I sort of threatened John with a good time of like me going out there and like, saving some fowl, some ducks and whatnot. And it hasn't happened yet. And it's like beautiful out right now. So it makes me want to be outside. But like tomorrow when it's 14, I might not want to, you know, 14, <laughs> I might not want to. But I, I, you know, if there's organizations that we can come out, this is part of the, one of the things we really want to do is get out there. And me, you know, it'll be Tommy D. Well, there's only one Tommy D. So it's not like I'm splitting myself in half. Cool if I could. But it, it was like, I, I always wanted to clone myself, different show. But if <laughs> it's i want you to say like hey tommy it'd be cool if you went out and did a day of service for this rescue you know the rabbit rescue we're going to talk about something with john with with the uh with the ducks and the chickens and there's my train again and what you know how i can make an impact for some of those nonprofits. so we'll do a one-on-one -on, -one on that after the fact that's my ride i have to go now um all right no listen we got a minute val all right shout out to renee craft because she committed to tnring a hundred cats in honor of betty white's birthday that's amazing and she just posted a video the other day she traps like 10 cats with one drop trap wow She's well on her way renee, awesome. renee, thank you for doing that renee i'm i want to be part of that We've, i don't know if we said it on the show or right before the show <laughs> i forget when what was real and what was real. <laughs> you know, but i want to do that all right. I, but I got to stay away because I'll sneeze, but I'll take manager or whatever I got to do. But I want to play. <laughs> I want to get him. And shout out to our new friend, Lynn, who we're going to have on the show. I know you've been talking to Lynn, Val. So shout out, Lynn. Lynn, we've been talking about some other things we're doing together. But they're out there trapping, not trapping, but rescuing, saving. What's the right word? They're, they're tracking and tracking. finding people's lost dogs. Right. Tracking. Yeah. Yeah. That. So they're coming up on the show soon too. How do we get in touch with you, Nancy? Just give me, give us some kind yeah, of. Absolutely. You can just go to our website, AmericanPetProfessionals.com. And that's the best way we're on every social media platform you can imagine. And I'm also on LinkedIn. If you want to look me up, Nancy Hassel on LinkedIn, but AmericanPetProfessionals.com. We will find you Valerie, anything to send the folks home with? 
uh, join Nancy's organization and stay tuned for next week when we're going to have a couple of representatives from North Shore Animal League. Yes, Jane Vitale will be here next week. So thank you, Dr. Larry Grubler from Transitional Services for New York, playing connector on that one, making sure. Heard me say something about animals somewhere, and that's how that happened. This is your Professionals Animal Lover Show. Thanks, Kyle, for doing a great job on the other side of the glass. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Nancy. I leave you with this. Thanks, guys. The greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. I hold that the more helpless a creature, the more entitled it is to the protection by man from the cruelty of humankind. That's from Gandhi. Hey, Gandhi. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy. Thank you guys so much for having me. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc.